Bill Clinton is such a fucking monster, man. That Stokely Carmichael comment oh, at dude, it was fucking fucking insane. He was like, I couldn't. I hate. I, I hate black people, and I I I have sex with children. Allegedly, that's allegedly what he said. And Don't you know, and you know what, Johnny, you were one of the good ones. Yeah, ex yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. And as much as I like John Lewis, if you are getting a fucking ovation from Bill Clinton, you fucked up. The weirdest <laughs> You've done part of, something wrong. The weirdest part about that video is it's like it's like sparsely populated. Like I don't even know how many people actually went to the funeral because it's like they change camera angles to look at the audience and it's like you know they're all separated by a bunch of seats and it's just in a church. That's the COVID thing, though, right? right? Yeah, it's definitely the COVID thing. But like, did Bill Clinton's seat take like some some of John Lewis's family members out or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, John Jr. So, yeah, so so Bill Clinton could be like, "You're one of the good ones." Yeah. Sorry, John Jr. Bill Clinton's gonna say some racist diatribe <laughs> that implicates your father against the movement for political points. Like, it's the only reason he spoke. Absolutely. Dude, I'm so excited. This is another fucking tangent, but I'm so excited for Rodham, man. For Rodham? Uh, wait. Rodham? The fucking... movie? The Hillary Clinton Hulu original alternative universe. What? Yeah, she's getting to make her own alt history where she, like, dumps Bill Clinton in college and then she and... And then she's running for president against Bill and Bill is, like, a Trump-like figure. What? It, uh... I guess it's to launder her image, but not his. I have no idea what that the fucking is purpose of it fucking is. fucking bizarre. It's so awesome. They're married. Is it gonna... It's so is awesome. Is it gonna drop in the media with, like, a divorcement filing? Like, what the fuck? Oh, dude, that would totally be the thing to do. That'd be so fucking dude, funny. Dude, that's... Cr yeah, that's, that's what she, She's doing damage control for Epstein. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited for it. It's gonna be the best thing on television. Is she going to play herself when she's old? I don't know if she's going to... She, yeah, she probably is. I think she's directing or writing oh it or whatever. The best part God. is it's a fucking Hulu original. There's never been a good Hulu original, allegedly. Yeah, so it's, so, it's got... The, I agree, by the way. It's going to be, like, low production. It's going to be some kind of director. They keep chained to a radiator in the basement. Like, it's going to be the best thing on television, almost, without a doubt. We'll review it on here. You saw the video of the guard ball thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> we have RoboCop, but now it's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Incredible, very bold. It's the most uh, it's the most democrat thing I've ever seen in my life. Right? You know, we don't we're not shooting them anymore. We're just breaking their ankles. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till we start arming them. It's just like a big eye on a wheel. It's like a, it's like an 18th century guy's <laughs> idea of what the police state would be. <laughs> a horseless oh, carriage a is going to come and take you away. <laughs> I, I have no follow-up to that. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Danny. I am Joe. 
Um, great introduction. Uh, we said yeah, our, really. We said our first names. Yeah, I'm not gonna say my last name. No, that's We're uh, too Irish. Keep... We're too Irish. Precise. We're too Irish. I'm going by Joe Paul May for the uh, remainder of our time podcasting. <laughs> All right, all right. What do you think is going on with the TikTok ban? What do you think is going to come of it? Probably nothing, maybe something. <laughs> I don't know. TikTok doesn't want the ban to go through because India already successfully banned TikTok, and it was like a third really? of their use. Yeah, and it was like a third of TikTok's users were in India or something crazy like that. Like What? Hundreds of millions of users. You know what? Now that you mention it, there's been a stark lack of TikToks from India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, banned now. You have to fucking use a v- You have to use a VPN to go onto the Chinese internet to go onto TikTok in India. I think Microsoft probably will acquire the United States TikTok. I don't. I don't see any reason why that wouldn't happen, and then it doesn't really change at all. Yeah. How does that work? Is it just like a franchising deal, basically? I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know how uh, business works, and we yeah. do refuse to learn, but we're still yeah. going to talk about this. What I love about it is Microsoft's using it as some sort of weird PR push <laughs> for the younger generation. They're like, yeah, look, Microsoft is hip. Microsoft is with it. <laughs> Microsoft is America first. Microsoft is buying a massive fucking social media platform to add and create its own advertising business to rival Facebook, and we're all supposed to support it. Oh, uh, you know what? You're right. Microsoft a- will try to evolve TikTok. Yeah, that's... Talk in business terms. That's they the want to use TikTok to disrupt the market. Because Microsoft has its OS and Microsoft bundles and, you know, Microsoft has its Office suite or whatever. But all those are only so profitable. Like, the subscription-based model isn't really sustainable. Yeah. The only thing that makes any goddamn money on the internet is Google or Facebook because they both have massive, massive uh, advertising they basically control all advertising in the world at this point. No one really advertises in newspapers. You know, mm-hmm. you can buy a billboard, but otherwise it's Facebook or Google ads. Yeah. Or Twitter, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. All the money on the internet is made in advertisements, without or, a doubt. Or yeah. in selling the space for websites to exist. And that's what Amazon does. It owns, like, yeah. half the internet and Amazon web services. <laughs> and uh, Microsoft has a pretty similar thing. Microsoft Azure, I think, that does the same deal. So, uh, is that just warehouses just packed with servers? Yeah, exactly. That's an arc in uh, Bleeding Edge. The evil tech billionaire is trying to move all his uh, server operations to, like, the Arctic and create an (laughs) Antarctica base. Because he's like, it'll keep them them from overheating. In Um, Silicon Valley, one of the reasons they're a good tech company... uh, which is why they're destroyed by the end of that show. Spoiler. Yeah. Is uh, that their compression allows them to uh, phase out server farms and they'll stop building them. But it's like, no, they won't. They would never do something that is... Yeah. <laughs> they would never do that. <laughs> it's exactly like um, uh, the episode of Venture Bros where they uh, kidnap Rusty for inventing teleportation. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you'll go in the Illuminati machine... You'll get your dick sucked by a vacuum cleaner, and then you'll just give up everything you own because you're a goddamn rube like the rest of us. You'll get into uh, the government's Ready Player One fucking VR machine. <laughs> the government has VR, but it has no idea what to do with it, so it is just Ready Player One. 
Like, you don't even get your dick sucked yeah, in an yeah. Illuminati mission. You just, like, hang out with Solid Snake for half an hour. <laughs> the greatest VR in the world is uh, derivative of MK Ultra. <laughs> uh, you remember the Simpsons monorail episode? Yeah. Uh, the VR Lisa imagines for history class where she's with Genghis Khan. You'll go where I go, defile what I defile, pillage what I pillage. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Microsoft's whole thing, like, Azure is trying to eat at Amazon Web Services market share. Uh, fucking, this is just so it can attack Google and Facebook's advertising share. And it's a pretty uh, effective one. It's the most popular app right now, right? It's got the biggest growth. Um... Yeah, I suppose so. Facebook it, itself is like a corpse, you know? Yeah, Facebook is dog shit. I, I mean, I haven't used Facebook since I was a fucking, like, middle schooler. That's where we differ. I browse Facebook every single day. It is a much... It is the funniest news feed I have. <laughs> Definitely has the uh, funniest uh, collection of characters that post on it. Oh, it's fucking excellent. Twitter just pisses me off. Absolutely. I just saw a fucking post on Facebook by, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna flame them to our two listeners. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they opted to be an internet Nazi, I guess, <laughs> a couple years ago. Nice. But it's now evolved to the point Classic. where they're just posting, like, boomer memes. Oh. And they posted, like, uh, if you. I've been getting that 600 extra dollars a week from unemployment, and you haven't started a small business. Oh, my God. Uh, you are part of the problem. You don't have the hashtag hustle grind or whatever. It's so awesome. He's saying that... I get distant when the vibes aren't immaculate, he, bro. He, so, to be a true American, you have to start a business during the pandemic? Absolutely. I'd love to start, like, a ridiculous business during the pandemic, like selling people lung bleach or whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even masks, just selling people, like, masks filled with ether so I can steal their wallet. The episode of Always Sunny where, uh, they get, uh, the, I, I can't remember what the character's name is, but it's fucking Puff Daddy, I'm pretty sure. And he just sprays Max Rash with uh, herbicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that's fucking uh, Charlie's mom has cancer. Yeah, right, right, right. We, I, we should rewatch uh, Always Sunny. Uh, anyway, I think we've got very off track. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, what else? What were we talking about? Uh, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Woo! All right, so. Um, Fifty billion fucking dollars is how much this it's it's supposed to be. How, that is fucking ridiculous. How do ads make that much money? Uh, they don't. This is like you know complete venture capital idiocy where you're bidding on what you think something might be worth at some point. It's like Snapchat. Snapchat went public at like uh, I don't even remember what Snapchat went public at. Snapchat but has so many fucking ads. It does now because they're desperately trying to make it profitable it stopped like gaining as many followers like it kind of fell off yeah. and people were like oh my god is this going to be worthless stock did i just buy myspace <laughs> and they've been pivoting ever since uh you should uh we should get to this article though yeah when billy was on fucking one of those joe biden question and answers on snapchat when he was in yeah. the goddamn hospital yeah he was like he was laying in bed and he was like <laughs> Uh, hey, 
Why don't you support universal health care? I'm going to die in debt because my lung collapsed. <laughs> and uh, he responded, he just, when Joe Biden played it, he cut it to like three seconds long. Like, why don't you support universal health care? Yep. And he was just like, listen here, Mac. Billy got his own listen here, Mac. We, you know what? I have that audio. We can put it in. I'll put it in a post. Why do you not support Medicare for all? Because no one can get it done, and it's not the best way to go. I can guarantee you your health care by adding a Medicare option for those who want it, increasing the ability to make sure preconditions are covered, and build on Obamacare and not start over. Oh, we absolutely have to. That is... <laughs> That's our claim to fame. We're part of the <laughs> Joe Biden 2020 campaign. <laughs> we're, we are a democratic operation to make you vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> Come on, please. Uh, you got to read this article title yeah, yeah, yeah. because I want to, but you... Uh. All right. So, obviously, the other player in this, other than fucking Microsoft, is China because TikTok is owned by, uh, you know, the 1984... Uh, antagonists or whatever and um that means that they are selling all of your information to facebook and microsoft so here's what china says about tiktok being sold to microsoft uh or potential bad by sergey klebnikov in forbes what'd you think of that you, you like my uh, accent there <laughs> that was pretty good we said that name correctly probably because we uh yeah yeah i mean that's Slavs as a people that's an easy name uh, so he says, President Trump said in his latest comments that he would give Microsoft the go-ahead to pursue a deal if a very substantial portion of the proceeds go to the U.S. Treasury. And uh, I gotta be honest here. Uh, it's pretty clear to me that Donald Trump is now a socialist communist, and he has earned my vote. Like, what can you even say to that? It's just Trump's awesome deals mentality. Like, I made a deal! I mean, a yeah. deal happened, folks. We elected President Deals, and he's trying to get deals through. What, what do liberals not fucking understand? Yeah, he's inadvertently talking about, like, I don't know, nationalizing a portion of a company. <laughs> <laughs> exclusively because his fucked up brain is like, I want a finder's fee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It would have never happened without me, folks. It would have never happened. You gotta run the country like a business. It's what I'm always saying. <laughs> And his idea of a business is just, like, facilitating transactions between Saudi warlords and <laughs> Russian oligarchs. I think this pretty much sums up uh, Trump's, like, you know, business philosophy regarding um, acquiring TikTok for the United States. Big number. 50 billion. It's worth 50 billion dollars. It's a big number. It's a big <laughs> number, folks. It's a massive number, folks. You know, it's a great number. We all love this number. So, you know... This is what the United States wants to do, is uh, force them to sell it to uh, us and then and then uh, nationalize some of the money, which can't be opposed to last, that last part, so whatever. I mean, I, I personally don't give a shit what happens to TikTok, but, you know, China's response to this, pretty awesome. I, I massively respect it. It's an absolutely huge cock move from China, to be completely clear. Uh, in the Global Times... Banning TikTok reflects Washington's cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking beast. I mean... President Trump, sir, you must floss, sir. Have you no respect for our great constitution? <laughs> uh, if you don't know what the Global Times is, it is uh, the official uh, paper of the Chinese Communist Party. 
So, I mean, you could probably think of this as a statement from the party, is what I'm trying to uh, c convey. So, uh, they say in this, um, as TikTok's global market influence was skyrocketing, the company was suppressed by the U.S. government. Again, this shows how difficult it is for companies from China to go global. <laughs> That beast. <laughs> ByteDance said in a statement that it, uh, ByteDance is um, the parent company of TikTok, which is, they're the ones that estimated it at $50 billion. ByteDance said in a statement that it is committed to becoming a global company, <laughs> but Washington will not easily let the company off just because of its good wishes. <laughs> good wishes. It's <laughs> uh, so awesome. But what's cool is how they're uh, presenting their argument. They're just like... Uh, the U.S. government is again showing how opposed to global capitalism it is. Yeah, we, exactly. We are better facilitators of global capitalism. That is the argument. And uh, The argument put forth by the, probably the, right. by the CCP. They're, I think yeah. they're definitely right. I mean, you know, obviously all the debt that every country is in is intentional. That's how, you know, the economy is supposed to work. But how many trillions of dollars are we in debt to china of course they do it better we're the hogs at the china. end of the fucking america is the hogs at the end of the conveyor belt yeah i don't know all the debt to china all the all debt shit is sort of theoretical and useless but what i think is noteworthy is just the difference in industry you know yeah absolutely we don't build shit at all there are no there's no american factories like no. yeah we just uh we work hourly to sell things that China makes for us. Exactly. It's a totally, it's a service-based economy with, like, trickle-up economics and that you're mm -hmm. constantly just buying shit and services and whatnot. So, uh, this article goes on. By banning Hawaii... What is that? Did I pronounce that right? Hawaii? Huawei? 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 All right. Once again, folks, we are canceled, but Listen, listeners, on. I'm not racist. I'm just, I don't... I don't look into this very much, so don't folks, flame folks, he's me. He's not racist. He is illiterate. By banning Huawei, the U.S. would lag behind in 5G technology. By banning TikTok, the U.S. would harm its own internet diversity and its belief in freedom and democracy. See, I, I believe that because uh, TikTok has seen a resurgence in the call for direct democracy in the form of teens making videos where they point at text boxes. And I think that TikTok is very, very important for the political left in the United States. Yeah, if they uh, if they didn't ban TikTok, Joshua for Congress would have <laughs> successfully taken the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Microsoft uh, a couple days ago uh, released in uh, on their uh, Microsoft corporate blog. They said that they will uh, move quickly to pursue discussions with TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, in a matter of weeks. And in any event, completing these discussions no later than September 15th, 2020. So, I mean, it, it could be that they own TikTok in, like, less than a month. Apparently, I saw that Twitter is also trying to buy it. Yeah, they're definitely being courted by multiple companies, but, you know, they have to sell. So all those companies are trying to leverage that to get a better deal. I don't think anyone's paying $50 yeah. billion for it. That's the number they would like to be paid for it. This is, uh... Still from that Forbes article. Uh, rising U.S.-China tensions that some experts have called a new Cold War. So, we're saying that uh, TikTok might kick off the new Cold War. I don't know what they really mean by the new Cold War. It's like the first one ever truly ended, but... <laughs> exactly. It's an ideal... It's 
The Cold War is just all about ideological dominance. It will literally never be over. Yeah. Ideological dominance and uh, political points back home. Yeah, this is is all there is until the nukes drop. Yeah. Electoralism is dead. It's worthless. (laughs) My cousin who worked on uh, AOC's campaign and Bowman's campaign was just posting about that. Like, I'm done with this. I'm about to become a tanky, I swear to fucking God. I'm about to get some really strong opinions on the Holdemir. <laughs> That's awesome. Very epic. Very dope. Uh, so, let's see. Microsoft is going to sell your data to U.S. companies instead of China. Well, they're also going yeah. to sell it to China. They all do. And by the way, data is largely useless. Vastly. And the data, That's the that, thing- the data that they do buy goes directly to targeted ads. Exactly. So it's like... Like the tech companies themselves, we massively overvalue data. Yeah, I can tell you some things. Like, I'm sure the phone companies get good data when I, like, talk about a mattress and they show me a mattress ad. It's like, you know, the most boring kind of dystopia, though. When people... uh, Absolutely the most boring. I mean, who would the fuck would care about reading any bullshit about this? The thing about um, that is, like... Do you remember when people started saying that? Like, I just said something next to my phone, and now I'm getting an ad about it five minutes later. Yeah. They used to, like, kind of be, like, a joke, but now it's, like, literally true. It happens, like, multiple times a week to everybody. Oh, absolutely. It was it's, a psyop. It's disturbing. I mean, that's... Soup is good food, my friend. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, we just wanted to uh, do a little update on the TikTok thing, but on TikTok... Let's talk about, you know, what could be banned from TikTok? What are we not going to get anymore? Number one, I don't know if we'd have any more baby witches hexing the moon. They hexed the moon. They hexed the friggin' moon! <laughs> they hexed the friggin' moon, folks. On TikTok, which is why uh, I'm, a, I'm a one issue, I'm a single issue voter, and I think that TikTok needs to be banned. But, um, also on TikTok, famous for classic pointing at politi- shitty politics, uh, squares in their faces also extremely famous for being a weird pipeline to QAnon (laughs) for like hundreds of otherwise normal teenage children hell yeah dude Wayfair man Wayfair that classic uh, that classic Wayfair scandal that gripped the hearts of Twitter for a total 48 to 36 hours (laughs) (laughs) I said that wrong but I'm not going to say it again so, uh, you know, if you haven't heard of this Wayfair thing, which you probably have, uh, Wayfair is a website where you can buy furniture and they ship it to you, basically. Um, now, some of this furniture happens to be thousands of dollars, you know, expensive, stupid bullshit, you know, McMansion furniture that just costs a shit ton of money for no reason because rich people will buy it because they're dumb. Some of this furniture has names. Names that sometimes correspond with the names of children that have been missing in the United States. And so this thing started on TikTok where people were saying that basically that was happening. Wayfair was a website for pedophiles to purchase children and have them shipped to their houses. (laughs) Pedophile Amazon. (laughs) Pedophile Amazon. And oh my god, the deals. 
so the main one was this girl uh, named Samaya Mumin, Mumin, I believe. Sorry, I can't pronounce words correctly. I'm I'm an Irish American, so I get a pass. Uh, basically, this girl in uh, Columbus, Ohio, 17 year old, goes missing for like a couple days, and uh, so a police report is filed. Wayfair sells a cabinet called the Samaya Five for twelve thousand nine hundred dollars. You know. $13,000. TikTok goes fucking crazy. They, you know, there's just like hundreds of videos about how this girl has been sold or she's going to be sold on Wayfair. A couple days pass and uh, she make, does an Instagram live from home and she's just so pissed off because none of it's true and QAnon people will not stop talking about her on the internet. So, I might play a clip from that, who knows, but... Why are y'all sharing some shit who this nigga don't even know that if it's really true or not? What are y'all talking about? Y'all all sound stupid talking about why am I mad? Because I'm not missing. Fuck out of here. Fuck. Let me go get a picture of you, bitch, and say you missing. And then put a little motherfucking cabinet next to it. And have everybody share that shit. Let's see how you feel. Fuck out of here. Weird as fuck. The Wayfair shit is awesome generally because what it seemed to be in the end was uh they have like an algorithm that just like combs the internet and picks up like the most posted words and then they automatically <laughs> pick them up and name shit after them to sell it <laughs> there, there were like lamp fixtures named jeffrey epstein <laughs> it, it was actually really awesome that's and, so uh, fucking funny. Like everything else on the internet, it was fucking broken. Right. Just automatically put things at, like, you know, $13,000. Also, I love the idea that uh, the $13,000 proves that... That it's, a, uh, that it's a child, yeah. That's child trafficking, like... I mean, that's maybe... That's fucking ridiculous. Maybe that would be a signifier if you had, like, pedophile Amazon Prime. <laughs> you get, like, a, you know, you get a hefty discount on your child. I have Lolita Plus. Can you scan my card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we have a fucking, we have a buddy who works for one of those companies that just makes couches and sells them to the fucking community college for $100,000 each. Yeah. Like, it is some sort of money trafficking thing, I'm sure, but it's not children trafficking. They're, you're not buying a boy in your cabinet. That's, uh, it just isn't how it, how it works. If, if you want to buy a child, listen up. I mean, you first, first, you have to have a shit ton of money. Second, you go to you know, the annual Moloch worships or wherever, and, you know, you get, you go to Donald Trump and Bill Clinton's joint estate, you head in the backyard, they lead you down to the dungeon, and then you take your pick. And they're much more than $13,000. If you want to buy a child, you start a child modeling company, import little girls from the Ukraine and take their passport. Like, there is real child trafficking. It's not and happening on pedophile Amazon. And then you, um, you have a child and you name him Julian Casablancas and you go on to fund his band, The Strokes. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, in <laughs> Minecraft, uh, the, Strokes the Strokes were is... a psyop to destroy rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yep, The Strokes were formed on a CIA black site. That's where they practiced. The Strokes allegedly. played that Bernie rally, but uh, they were just trying to kill him with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> 
<laughs> shoots out of the tip of his guitar. Exactly. I love that. I love when uh, fucking popular musicians are just like involved in gladio in some way yeah it's I awesome jim morrison man it's the same thing how his dad was in uh what what was it called where we faked the ship explosion for vietnam oh oh gulf of tonkin incident yeah 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 but jim morrison's dad was the admiral behind the gulf of tonkin incident what the fuck same thing. All music is Gladio. All music has always yeah. been Gladio. A uh, hundred Gex is very complicated, Gladio. So the people who are posting this shit on TikTok, it's like, you watch the video and it'll be like, before they start anything, it'll, it'll, it'll just be a video of them, just, just like a normal ass person. Like, you know, they look like they like have a good time in gym in high school. You know what I mean? Just like a normal ass oh, person. Absolutely. And they'll be like, you know, I I don't want to sound crazy. I don't want to sound like a tinfoil hat or anything. But and then they go off about this Wayfair thing, and there is like you know, different. They they try to do it for other people. Like there's other furniture that corresponds with the names, but it'll you know these are otherwise normal looking people, but then you look in the tags and it'll be like hashtag where we go one we go all and hashtag pizzagate and it's like i don't fully understand how tiktok has become this like slope that normal people tepidly get into QAnon shit but all social media kind of is man young dan's fucking grandmother did i ever tell you about that no uh young dan's grandmother commented after he posted some kind of uh tom hanks film clip and he she was like yeah, he's actually been executed. What? <laughs> it was awesome. Facebook is absolutely that, though, man. Holy shit. That's why I kept Facebook th- all this time. There are two kinds of posts on Facebook. It is where we go one, we go all. <laughs> or it is, uh, you have to settle for Biden or you're not blackjack. Like, it's... <laughs> both are awesome. Facebook is the best social media. Fair enough. I'll, I'll hand you that one, because social media really just pisses me off whenever I go yeah, on Yeah, that's right. We're pro-Biden, and this is an ad for Facebook. Let's go. Best podcast on the left. <laughs> you know, I was, like, very surprised to see all the QAnon shit on TikTok. So I sort of, you know, I went back over to um, QAnon Twitter, you know, to, uh, you know, check back in on them, see how, see how their uh, normal tweeting looks you know what i mean just them and their natural habitat so i went to absolutely i went to hashtag where we go one we go all and of course you know there was a lot of bill clinton with epstein and donald without epstein and how donald never met epstein things of this nature a ton of soros stuff which was beast Uh, you know still a bunch of drain the swamp stuff benghazi this new word that i really like uh which i i came across on QAnon twitter pedovores like a carnivore but a pedophile i think it's pretty awesome i i found that picture of uh donald trump like running away with the two babies and they're all like screaming and then behind them is hillary clinton as like a lovecraftian like monster (laughs) which is true yeah it is true and it is a fucking great picture but uh i eventually came actually it didn't take me long at all it was you know probably within the first 12 tweets this guy has a picture of his dog his dog is like laying on its back and you just see its 
cock and balls just like <laughs> right in front of you and the caption is hashtag where we go one we uh we go all more balls than most of you chop says fuck the vaccines fuck the masks he don't believe now fuck main street media power to the people <laughs> that was that's like the fucking twitter account they made for liz warren's dog during the campaign <laughs> it's like got the exact same cadence to it <laughs> you're right big structural jfk jr i think it's awesome i mean that guy is so fucking hyped that his dog has giant balls he probably tells people about it all the time he's like yo what was that post but advertising his dog's large balls <laughs> yeah, exactly. like that, that was the primary idea that guy had <laughs> well also to uh talk about uh you know executing tom hanks by proxy yeah i don't know that stuff's that stuff's cool uh you always got to check up with QAnon on twitter just to see who's been executed who's been <laughs> taken to a black site <laughs> Why Donald Trump is innocent. Yeah, yeah. If if I ever if if I ever feel myself thinking like, you know what, I think Donald Trump might have been guilty of allegedly raping multiple children. I head over to QAnon on Twitter and they assure me that every picture of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein together is photoshopped. So it really How do they really square the circle of him talking about Ghislaine, though? Like it's like code, he was probably. like, ah, yes, Ghislaine, she's my friend, she's a pedophile, I hope she's okay. <laughs> you uh, know what? <laughs> You know what? Uh, not just her, all pedophiles. Like <laughs> he was doing epic sarcasm, dude. The libs, the libs can't uh, comprehend that. So he was doing cool sarcasm because he's going to actually execute her. You libs take Trump literally, but not seriously. We take him seriously, but not literally. He didn't literally say <laughs> that's my pedophile friend. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's okay. Uh, you've all been very unfair to her. More and more people are saying this. Ghislaine Maxwell, she's kind of hot. She's kind of sexy, folks. She's, she's a fox. She's a stone cold <laughs> fox. <laughs> Alright, so, um, just wanted to start it off with some lighthearted QAnon stuff, a little bit talk of, uh, China. You know, we love China over here, folks. So, what we're really gonna get into is the, uh, the classic news that's been just absolutely flooding the entire internet. It has won the internet for the week, folks. Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. Getting uh, shit on for that really cool picture that he posted on Instagram. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you probably don't have Twitter, and I don't. I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but it's Jerry Falwell with a uh, woman who he claims is his wife's assistant. They both have uh, their jeans uh, unzipped and their guts hanging out with their shirts, like sort of. It's very weird. Jerry Falwell is clearly uh, holding alcohol in a glass. <laughs> Uh, so he uh, had to delete it and apologize. And I'm sure you've seen that uh, yesterday or the day before. When was it? I'm going to say yesterday. 
he had to he, he went on indefinite leave as the Liberty University Chancellor which to me just sounds like he they're gonna wait for this to blow over and then he's going to come back to his come back from his leave because that's what you know indefinite he's not fired absolutely absolutely also I don't know what the fuck I was gonna say <laughs> Uh, Jerry Falwell, Liberty University, indefinite leave. Oh, did you see his fucking apology? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's so fucking like, funny. It's awesome. It's one of the best things I've ever fucking seen. He's just like, I'm sorry for being a, <laughs> a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. Like, it's that, it wasn't, uh, it was just a prop. It's just black water. I'm gonna be a good boy. <laughs> Uh, we should probably have prefaced that with who the fuck Jerry Falwell Jr. is and that he is the uh, president and dean or something of Liberty University, which is like a massive online, in-person Christian uh, college where you like can't have sex <laughs> or do drugs or watch movies. Or say movies. curse words. Uh, that's correct, Joe. It's also a non-profit school and worth $2 billion. <laughs> Uh, when it's like the it's the New York University land scam. It's the same thing where it's just how they <laughs> launder land. So uh, Jerry Falwell Sr. died in uh, was it, I think it's two thousand seven or two thousand eight. But uh, that's when Falwell Jr. took it over. When he took it over, he grew the market share by like I don't know how much, but it wasn't worth a billion dollars. And now it's two billion, and it's like you know. It receives some of the most federal aid of any university in the country, uh, almost a uh, fucking billion dollars in 2013. It's excellent. It's literally gemstones. Like it's beyond the gemstones. Because if you're not as versed in the Falwell family as uh, me after doing research about them, Jerry's Jerry Jr. has a son who he you know naturally named Jerry Falwell the third, but. Mr. Jerry Falwell III instead prefers to go by the name Trey. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the fucking Devine character from Gemstones. He's the <laughs> obviously closeted youth pastor. Allegedly, in Minecraft. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly. He's, he's never not had frosty tips. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so You know who uh, else had a wet-ass pussy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you know who didn't have a wet ass pussy mary christ <laughs> that's a deep cut if you know uh christianity you know you'll get that one if you know you know <laughs> that's a good bit though just being like uh have you heard about uh this one and your entire thing is just reciting the story of mary and jesus like as as a you're just an Irish guy trying to convert people. <laughs> yeah, you present it as like if a, it's a story or a bit. <laughs> I always have a really disgusting light beer in the in a mug. Oh, absolutely! You frost your mugs like you're. There's nothing in your freezer but mugs because they need to have that <laughs> awesome frost on them. <laughs> you have no food. You just you just eat peanuts. I only drink the Guinnesses with the, uh, with the, the ready-to-pour Guinnesses with the, like, <laughs> nitrous in them. I'm never drunk. 
Never drunk, always drinking. Because you drink Guinness, which is like 3% alcohol or something awful like that. So, uh, I don't know how much any of you know about Liberty University, but as it stands, it's I think it's pretty funny. Uh, it has an honor code called the Liberty Way, which prohibits premarital sex and private interactions between members of the opposite sex. But, of course, you say, what if you just leave campus? Well, you know, obviously, uh, presumably, you could lie about that and uh, just just leave. But, but you will go to hell. You will go to hell. But if you want to go visit a, a person of the opposite sex um, outside of campus, you uh, presumably have to tell them where you're going before you leave, I guess. And uh, it is a $20 fine for attendance at a dance and a $50 fine for students visiting alone with the opposite sex at an off-campus residence. So, if you want to see your girlfriend, you know, maybe bang a little, you have to spend $50, and Jerry Falwell knows you did it. It's, um, it's fucking Starship Troopers. Permission to not sir! <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's excellent. So, here's my thing. Uh, the Falwells are also famous for being, you know, vehement homophobes, but... If the fine is only for visiting alone with the opposite sex, then if you're a man, you're going to see your hot boyfriend. What are they going to do? Fine you? You're just going to hang out with your bud. If you're a man, then you're going to go watch your pool boy sleep with your wife. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Uh, I think we should say in Minecraft, that's a parody, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> we should just call this episode In Minecraft Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, Jerry Falwell Jr., he makes the news every couple of months in the United States for being, you know, fucking stupid to some degree, whatever. But his dad was a completely different person and, you know, arguably changed the face of the planet with, you know, his political endeavors. Absolutely. Jerry Falwell Sr., what was that uh, statistic you had about him? He was, like, the second most respected man in America behind Reagan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some magazine pulled their, uh, pulled their readers, and they, they, yeah, they respected Falwell Sr. Um, only second to the great man Ronald Reagan himself. Incredible. It's, uh, it's reflective over the world we live in now. Uh, we're not even ruled by these, like, Machiavellian, like, <laughs> types. We're ruled by their idiot sons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, no one's benefiting from Jerry Falwell Sr. not being able to rule his stupid Christian fiefdom anymore. Yeah, that's the thing, is uh, Falwell Jr. is just, like, a lawyer. Like, he's he's not involved in the, relig in the religious community, like, almost at all. People, like, sort of listen to what he says because he's rich as shit and, you know, famous from his dad. But he really doesn't have much, like, swing like his dad did in the evangelical community. If you've never heard of the moral majority, they were, like, a Christian conservative voting bloc in, in, what, the 80s? That really commanded a lot of the electorate. It was founded by Jerry Falwell Sr. Do you know about how the split worked when, uh, Sr. died? When he f uh, no. When, when he finally croaked. Uh, he has another son... Senior had a church, and he had Liberty University. The other son took the church, and oh. uh, Junior took Liberty University. So it kind of, like, divided the two. They're, like, separate now. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they just put the other brother in charge. It's 
just like a Eric runs the company now. <laughs> it's the same idea. Look at Eric, he's doing such a good job. They show him the pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, Jerry Falwell Sr., like, I don't know. They used to talk about running him for president in tabloid rags. That would be fucking insane. Oh, absolutely. He was, you know, he was a man of, like, great power. One of yeah. the American... He was like a robber baron, but he figured out how to do it with religion. He pioneered televangelism. Yeah, he was famous for uh, saying that... Uh, Gay people, feminists, and abortionists were uh, the cause of 9-11. Which is cool and fun. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be huge on left Twitter. Oh, dude, are we going to talk about Liberty Village? What's Liberty Village? Uh, when fucking Jerry Falwell Sr. finally died in fucking whenever. He died basically broke because oh, despite yeah. raising hundreds of millions of dollars from his fucking flock... Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he created a town where everyone had to live by his weird rules about, like, <laughs> premarital sex and meeting each other called Liberty Village. And uh, it ended up making him go bankrupt because no one wanted to fucking live there. Because people like to, you know, smoke pot and have a good time, generally speaking. Want to talk about how he stole his wife? Yeah, okay. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, in 2007 was when... Uh, Falwell Jr. acquired Liberty University from his father, who had uh, run it since he started it. Before he died in uh, 2007, uh, the uh, author Kevin Roos, who, um, Roos, said that like Nixon in Futurama, <laughs> he wrote a book about, he, he went to uh, Liberty University for one semester and wrote a book about it. It's like undercover and whatever. But uh, he has this article in Mental Floss, Eight Things You Didn't Know About Jerry Falwell. And, uh, you know, some of them are pretty fucking boring, like, you know, about, he's great at baseball. And, this like, is Falwell Sr., isn't it? Yeah, this is Falwell Sr. So, number one, he was friends with Larry Flint. Now, you know the, you know the magazine, the porn magazine, Hustler? <laughs> Larry Flint is the publisher of Hustler. So, Reverend Falwell's most famous interpersonal feud was with Larry Flint, the publisher of Hustler. Flint's decision to print a piece that described Falwell having sex with his mother led to a long, high-profile Supreme Court case between the two. That's amazing. <laughs> Fucking Falwell Sr. suing uh, Larry Flint for revenge porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but after settling their case, the two men actually became close friends despite agreeing on absolutely nothing. They traded grandkid photos and diet tips. And late in his life, when Falwell had plane troubles on the way to a speaking engagement, Flint offered him a ride in the Hustler jet. Falwell accepted. Yeah, I'm sure they agreed on nothing and didn't agree on every single thing, literally. Yeah, yeah. There were just different ways to get rubes over the line. I like the Hustler jet thing. It's like, Bill Clinton's like, damn, Air Force One's taking fucking forever. Where is it? And Jeff Epstein's like... You need, lowly, you need some lowly to express, and Bill Clinton's like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so you want to get back to this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Prankster in the pulpit, yeah. baby. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so number two, prankster in the pulpit. To those who knew him well, Reverend Falwell was known as a consummate pranker. He carried M80 firecrackers in his pockets, presumably to fucking throw at people. <laughs> Had an <laughs> I'm adding that part, but had an extra loud horn installed in, on his SUV, and learned to hotwire his associates' cars, drive them several blocks away, and leave them. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> kind of absolute psychopath? 
he's just like, I'm gonna learn how to hotwire a car so that I can fuck someone I work with, fuck someone who works under me over. <laughs> just doing Breaking Bad shit for no reason. It's <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you want to talk about small business tyrants? Hey, hey, that's what it's all about. So this one is. I watched her die, Jesse. I I watched <laughs> her die. <laughs> now go be a meth Nazi slave for half a season. <laughs> Are you trying to do Walt or Nixon? Because that was a perfect Nixon. <laughs> it was supposed to be Walt, but I'll take Nixon. Nixon's my only impression. So uh, I am not a crook. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, fucking threw my headphones off my head to do the. <laughs> warble thing <laughs> that's that's fucking class i mean you got to do it for the macaroni meme oh absolutely all right you want to continue this uh yeah i've once again derailed us on a bizarre <laughs> terrain let's go all right so number two goes on this story is also very strange i don't think it's as crazy as the hot wiring is fucking employees cars but um allegedly as employees it says associates but like he was the boss what was he doing that to like ronald reagan <laughs> so it goes on uh, when we spoke Falwell admitted placing a stink bomb under the chair leg of Bob Jones Jr then president of Bob Jones University at a, at a conference of pastors when he sat down the bomb broke he said laughing and in a crowded auditorium it got pretty rank pretty quick everyone was choking for 10-15 minutes I mean do you know what Bob Jones University is? no it's another one of these psychotic Christian universities. It's the same fucking thing. He just made the auditorium so just... smell like shit because he's hilarious and awesome. So he... Yeah, yeah, he was just awesomely pranking, like, this other... Like, the fail son of Bob Jones, who was at that point <laughs> running their grift. They're yeah. just all these fancy lads playing pranks on each other. <laughs> like... Now... Jerry Falwell Jr. currently is famous for being a cuck. Uh, in two alleged circumstances, he was caught soliciting uh, cuck action for his wife from uh, two young men by means of millions of dollars in uh, businesses that he ha uh, hands over to them. Which is an interesting parallel with how Reverend Jerry Falwell met his first wife Mace Mass Marcel Pate. M I don't know what the hell that word is. It's from the time when you could just anything could be your name. <laughs> right. The early 1950s. When Reverend Falwell first met his wife of 49 years, she was already engaged to Falwell's roommate at Bible College. Undeterred, Falwell wrote her love letters in secret. And when his roommate asked him to mail his own correspondence to Marcel, Falwell simply threw the letters away. That is an absolute fucking Wes Anderson villain move. It is. <laughs> Just like, fuck with his love life, and then he's sad as shit. Within months, Marcel had broken off her engagement to the roommate and agreed to marry Falwell instead. So, immediately upon meeting this kid that he had to live with, cucked the shit out of him and stole his wife. <laughs> pretty fucking beast uh so yeah that, that's respect for me i think that's awesome oh absolutely it's it's the whole thing where people are like how could evangelical christians possibly support trump it's like have you ever seen an evangelical christian this is what they are every single one of them is a cock that's their whole thing they're all fucking danny mcbride on yeah. fucking gemstones man like there's no difference they don't believe right, just, in anything 
Righteous Gemstones is much more of like a documentary. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All this Fallwell shit's just like great marketing for them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, you you want to watch this happen? Yeah. Um. So uh, the next three are boring as shit. It's about like how he's good at baseball and uh, wears suits and shit like that. <laughs> Who cares, right? So we're on to number seven, Armor of the Lord. Wait, it's not just. It's not just good at baseball. It does claim that he could have been a professional baseball player, right? Yeah, but like... Yeah, but that's the exact Trump lie. It's ex- awesome. Yeah, my my neighbor uh, could have played professional football. It's like, I don't... Who cares? Yeah, it's like, no, you didn't. You were okay at whatever in high school, and that doesn't scale to fucking exactly. <laughs> college, and you got your ass kicked. It's awesome. Exactly. It's the thing that happens to everyone. So... Most uh, people. This one, this, this one is my favorite, personally. Um... Reverend Falwell was paranoid about his personal safety, and he had every reason to be. For decades, his outspoken and often outlandish views on controversial social issues made him a potential target for violence. During the moral majority's heyday, he had a bulletproof pulpit installed at at his uh, Thomas Road Baptist Church. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking, you know, it's Kill Bill. That's what happens to uh, the wife or whatever her name is. Uh, I don't learn women's name. That's another thing about this podcast. (laughs) An FBI file released after his death revealed that one hate letter sent by a detractor in 1983 contained a live scorpion. (laughs) Enclosed was a note that read, Through your self-sacrifice and dedication, we may one day see this nation ruled by God instead of man. Kind of like Iran. Hoping you will die soon. (laughs) (laughs) It's so awesome. I absolutely love the assassination attempt with a live scorpion. It's literally like those fucking... uh, MI6 secret agent fucking books that you that you read as a kid, the YA shit. Oh, Alex Ryder or whatever, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's literally yeah. an Alex Ryder book. It's literally it's a, a bit from Venture Bros. Yeah, he's being arched. He's being arched. <laughs> <laughs> All it's missing is the monarch uh, signature. Die, Dr. Falwell! <laughs> Which is classic Incredible. because if, if the Falwells were represented in uh, Venture Bros, uh, his... His father would absolutely be an old-timey villain. He was a uh, bootlegger during the Great Depression and was a crazy alcoholic. He'd be part of the fucking Illuminati Orb Society. (laughs) (laughs) He would be one of the uh, Canadian um, supervillains that the monarch kills. Oh, yeah. (laughs) God. Fire show, fire show. Absolutely. Our first guess is going to be... uh... James Urbaniak. Urbaniak? <laughs> Urbaniak? I don't know, he's some sort of Slav. Some sort of Slav, I assume. But, you want to hit the alcoholics, or... Um, we kind of, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's not much kind of left did. in that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to say, uh, from that... We didn't cite the thing earlier about, uh, his, um... How he died. It's, uh, from this old Gawker article from, uh, 2008. So, like, right after he died... And uh, it says that after he invested in a planned community called Liberty Village, the Crazy Pants Christian Town last stand fallback point for the inevitable holy war was perched high atop a mountain in Virginia and included something called a clubhouse. No one wanted to live there because in real life, people like to have kinky sex and smoke pot and watch French art films and don't really want to do that in Falwell (laughs) Acres. The abandoned Hamlet is now used for SWAT team practice. (laughs) That's awesome. Call of Duty Black Ops when you have when uh, the multiplayer map where you're like in the wooden manor. 
<laughs> you know the one? That's it. Uh, they should. Jerry Falwell Jr. should uh, sign on to write the next uh, Call of Duty with Oliver North <laughs> as his next project. Oh, that would be awesome. I think it'd be pretty great. Get Kissinger involved. Have Kissinger remake Katamari Democra- or <laughs> Democracy? Whatever, the stupid game where you fucking roll shit into a big ball, but make it take place in <laughs> Vietnam, and you're Dig up an old, uh, like, Alan Dulles fantasy novel. <laughs> make a movie out of it. Exactly. Why not? Either way, uh, you're destined for the silver screen, Jerry. You want to wrap it up? We are at an hour and 41 minutes. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be, you know, chopped to shit. Uh, thanks for listening to Boomer Death Squad. Follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. Uh, Ooh, yeah, it rhymes. It's, uh... It, bada bing it works. Bada friggin bing uh, good, uh, Goodbye uh, Goodbye It's done Tune in next time We're sorry We hate to interrupt But it's against the law To jump off this bridge You'll just have to kill yourself Somewhere else A tourist might see you And we wouldn't want that I'm just doing my job You know So say uncle And we'll take you To the mental health zoo Speed, you mind melting chemicals Can even the outside world looks great High tech science research jobs It costs too much to bury all the dead The mutilated Surplus rats who can't be used anymore So they're dumped With no minister present In a spiraling park screw disposal unit Ground in the stew and flushed away